Okay, welcome to our penultimate Twitter space. I cannot believe we've got so few left uh, and also that we've been doing it for so long. Uh, but yes, this is Unleashed Cast Weekly on the 12th of April. Uh, I'm John Kennard, Editorial, Editorial Content Manager at Unleash, and I'm joined by my co-host, Senior Journalist, Ali Navrat. How's it going? Good, thanks, John. How are you? I'm good. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm in Bristol, 100 miles west or so of you. Um, I don't know what it's doing around your way, but we've had all the seasons today. It's been an interesting day. Yeah, it literally was bright sunshine and raining earlier, but we couldn't see a rainbow, which is really upsetting. Um, we, were, we were hoping we could find the gold at the end of the rainbow. That would be very nice. Um, but no luck. No luck today. <laughs> yeah, what's the point of sun and rain if there's no rainbow? That's why. Um, and I'm sure my daughters do too. In two weeks' time, I doubt there'll be any rain. Uh, although, having said that, a month or so ago in Las Vegas, they had snow. But checking the checking the uh, weather forecast just yesterday, it was looking like 29, 30 degrees and bright, bright sunshine. And yes, I'm talking about Unleashed America, which is happening. Start, well, the, the pre-events start, started yesterday uh, or would have started yesterday in two weeks' time. And today would be will be the first day of Unleashed America 2023 uh, on the 26th of April. Ali, how excited are you? Yeah, very excited, particularly for that sunshine. Um, it's so, I'm not pleased to be in jumpers at the moment. But yeah, no, really, really excited. Um, this kind of last bit is always, you just kind of want to want to get out there, want to get, want to get beavering away, writing, listening to all those sessions, all the amazing speakers we've got. So really, really excited just to be on the ground in Vegas now. Yeah, likewise. It's, it's really starting to gather pace and um, I'm, I'm excited to get there now and um, excited to get a direct flight to Las Vegas this time. Um, <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, likewise, we saw each other, we met in New York, didn't we? Um, yes. or, or was it Gatwick? I can't remember. <laughs> anyway, um, we, we will be coming on to um, our very final stage, although actually next week we'll be talking about the main stage, the influences and the expo. Um, in our last Unleashcast Weekly. But today we're going to be talking about the wellbeing stage, but not before we discuss a couple of great pieces uh, on Unleash.ai. The first being a, an op-ed, actually, um, How to Thrive as a Female Leader in a Male-Dominated Sector. This is by Frances Caldwell, who is Chief People Officer at GenTrack. You commissioned this one, I think. Ali, is that right? Yeah, I did. Yes, it's a really interesting piece. Um, GenTrack, for people who don't know, is kind of a clean tech company. Um, but it sounds like from the piece that Francis has worked kind of all over the kind of tech, science, environmental sectors, hence her kind of her insight into how, how she's managed to kind of thrive. I mean, I think, to be honest, a lot of the lessons in this are kind of relevant to, to all genders. It's not just uh, not just for female leaders, but I think it was really interesting. Yeah, that, that is true, actually. I think it is a good, it's a short, good, it's a very nice, concise listicle that does apply to anyone really trying to crack the boardroom, trying to get, make that step up, I guess, to the C-suite. You know, talking about language, the idea of creating your presence. You know, imposter syndrome is something that um, a lot of people deal with. The last one being empathy, I think, which is also uh, really important, using emotional intelligence. Um, very important. But um, yeah, do check that out uh, on site. Now, the next piece is one of yours from uh, Jill Conn, who's, who's uh, one of our speakers upcoming at Unleash America for Discover. I'll let you uh, go through, you know, the main thrust of it. But I was just I just thought it was remarkable that they um, they managed to shift all 18,000 of their workers to working from home during the pandemic. Uh, tell us a bit more about this piece from Discover. 
Yeah, so it is it is really impressive, particularly because, you know, they have all these call centre workers or customer support workers that, you know, used to work in a call centre, right? And then they, they weren't used to working from home. She kind of said they didn't even have laptops, most of them. Um, and yeah, they shifted it all. But basically, they're now trying to figure out what the future of work looks like. Are they going to go hybrid? Are they going to go remote? Are they going to let some people be fully remote? That kind of thing. They're trying to figure that all out. But I think what was the most interesting bit, really, is the kind of the role that connection and engagement plays. And that's kind of front and center as they try and figure this out. And particularly kind of, you know, the headline is leading to the moments that matter. And she talked a lot about that, about bringing people back together when they need to be together, not just kind of for the sake of it, but kind of thinking about, you know, oh, is it for a town hall? Is it for a meeting? And it's really an interesting, we, we, we've heard this from other companies, but kind of the way she explained it was <laughs> kind of made a lot more sense to me. And she also talked a lot about kind of engaging workers that have started during COVID, of which she is one, which is quite interesting. Because <laughs> at the beginning of the interview, she prefaced it with like, I didn't do any of this stuff. <laughs> I'm just piggybacking on other people's work, which is amazing that to see the HR team kind of be a, a group effort and remembering that, you know, she may be VP of talent performance and development, but she's got a whole team behind her that have been doing this work for, you know, three, five years. Um, but yeah, really excited to go to Jill's session just kind of hear a bit more but it sounds like they're doing some cool stuff at discover and she's absolutely amazing wonderful lady so going to be a great session yeah good stuff i know i right <laughs> i have to caveat this i am actually going to her session uh, i know i say this about um <laughs> everything we've literally everyone that we've discussed in the last few weeks but that is one of the sessions i've got down um it's day two 11 till 11 11 till 12 on uh, day two the winning yeah. performance the winning formula for workplace culture, fostering a high-performing and profitable environment. So that is a session that I will be covering. But yeah, I just thought it was great, not least because uh, they've experienced a lot of success in what they've done, but they're still iterating. And I think that's really important is to Definitely. always kind of testing, um, you know, start small, iterate and um, make sure that you're not kind of sitting on your laurels. Um, the retention toolkit as well, I thought was was a, a really great part of the, um, the things that she's been, her and her team have been developing. Moving on, a really interesting here from Forbes. Bosses are training employees to be influencers after long discouraging social media posts about work. It's funny, this is a very sort of Daily Mail headline, and by that I mean that it's just really, really long. But the thing that I think is great is that this is such a stark contrast from a lot of companies not that long ago who would either outright ban social media or be very restrictive, I think, in what you were allowed to do as an employee and suddenly they've realized and that can't be a coincidence i think that it's come along with the the rise of tiktok and obviously it's mentioned throughout the article as well um that actually you can be an advocate for your company and you can be uh, you can spread the word um and i just think it's a real interesting kind of um turn of events and about face really from from a lot of employers ali what do you think yeah, I think it's really interesting, this kind of giving an authentic face to a to a company. I mean, it's kind of what we try to do <laughs> for all the all the companies we talk to. But um, the main thing that kind of stood out to me, and I'm sure Annabelle, our amazing social media manager, would agree with this, is, you know, they people need training. You can't just let them loose on social media. Um, you know, it, it's, it's also changing all the time. You know, each platform is different. How you use TikTok versus how you use LinkedIn couldn't really be any more different. And I think that's something that Ericsson, who are quoted in the article, did talk about, that they were really focusing in on that. So that sounds really great to me. I think it's it's interesting. 
I mean, we're kind of interesting play, interestingly playing around with social media at the moment, aren't we, John? We're trying to post every day and things like that. And not mm-hmm. just about Unleash and not, not about the internal workings of Unleash, but it's still, you know, making social media part of your job. And I think... I think there does need to be a recognition of like how much work being one of these influencers or encouraging people to use social media is, how much more work that is than normal and kind of adding it into people's job spec maybe or things like that. But it sounds like an interesting beginning of kind of um, trend. But yeah, I think it's going to be a big company. Some of these big companies that, you know, winning the fortune best companies to work for is going to be great for them. But if you've got some issues with your culture, do you really want to let your people loose to talk about it? Maybe no, that's true. Much. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I, I think in the main, I think it's a really good idea. And I think your employees can become your best advocates. And like you said, but it does need training, especially if you've got and who doesn't have kind of brand guidelines or, um, you know, a, a particular way of kind of talking about your if you are going to be an ambassador uh, for your company. And then often there's a particular way to talk about your company online. And I think you have to walk a line between authenticity uh, versus kind of overly managed posts and all that kind of thing. But there is definitely a way through, I think. You can, and also you can gamify it, you can incentivize it, you can turn it into a competition. So it does, there is kind of a culture angle there as well, um, which I think is uh, quite interesting as well. Yeah, definitely. I haven't thought about it like that. The kind of, the, yeah, the comp- not competition, but like healthy competition, friendly competition, kind of like mm. get people to engage and, you know, care a little bit more and not feel quite so detached because I think, you know, we talk about this a lot, but with remote work and hybrid work, you can kind of feel like you're in your own your own little bubble. And actually social mm. media is a great way to kind of connect with people, even but even just the people you work with. It doesn't necessarily have to be with like random people on the internet, you know. Good for the well-being. And on the subject of well-being, how about that for a link? Um, today, we're <laughs> talking, today we're talking about the well-being stage at Unleash America. Um Two weeks and one day is happening on day two of Unleash America 2023, 27th of April. Uh, there's only a couple of talks at the moment, but we are adding a last minute couple, I think. At the moment, we've got Unlocking the Power of Psychological Safety Strategies for HR Leaders, a case study from 11.30 to 12 on the wellbeing stage. This is Maureen Jules Perez, Divisional CIO and Managing Vice President People Tech at Capital One. She's talking about psychological safety. Interesting stat. Workers in a culture of psychological safety. I'd like to see, I'm not going to make this talk. It's the first time I've ever said this, but I'm not going to make <laughs> But um, I'd like to see where the stats come from. But um, leading on the um, synopsis, workers in a culture of psychological safety are 50% more productive. That is very interesting, I think. Um, and fair enough. I mean, yeah, if you, you can be your best self when you're in an environment where you feel safe, you feel open, you'll be more creative, everything mm-hmm. like that. Very important. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it reminds me of um, in Unleashed World, we had, um, oh, his name escapes me, but this guy from Novartis talking about this, like psychological safety and belonging and inclusion. And I think, you know, we've changed our acronym from DEI to DEIB and kind of trying to focus on that belonging side, which I think inclusion is amazing, but the belonging is an extra added level to this kind of psychological safety, safe space. People need to feel like they're, they're not just included, but they belong. Um, so yeah, this should be really good. And also Maureen, I believe, is going to be one of the one of the one of the judges on something to do with the startup competition. So she's got busy, got a busy few days <laughs> on yes. each America. 
Yes, startups. That's another thing to talk about next week as well. Yeah, was it Rene Gessenich from um, Novartis? No, it was. Oh, no, I'm not going to remember his name. No, it's gone. It wasn't. That was Unleash America. It was Unleash World. Um, I interviewed him before. We talked to a lot of people. It's fine. Yeah. (laughs) The brand, not the interviewee. (laughs) Yeah, so, um, okay, so... um, the uh, other session on the wellbeing stage, Retention Reimagined, how digital enablement is revolutionising the role of rewards, recognition in, dri- in driving employee engagement and loyalty. Um, this is with Sadie Bell, VP of People Systems and Automation at HPE. So, yeah, this is, so this is about targeting reward strategies. It, it, it's a real, it's gained so much popularity recently when people realise, as it says here, that the, the idea of retention is so much more powerful um, yeah. and shopping around essentially and this is another really good example of a, of, of a talk which is going to be all about tactics strategies and methods breakouts really are where the kind of the practical stuff comes to life the main stages for the big ideas and the side stages are very very much for the implementation Ali what do you think yeah I think um, what I want to know from um, from Sadie is kind of where she balances that kind of peer-to-peer recognition versus the kind of top-down you know, which obviously they're both important, but what, what kind of is HPE doing and what would, what's the kind of tactic? As you said, what works, what doesn't? Um, it's going to be interesting. I mean, we, we've talked a lot about recognition, probably less about rewards around retention. So it should be interesting to kind of link the two up together. They obviously sit quite well together, but kind of how they link specifically around retention will be really interesting to find out. As you said, this is what the breakouts are all about. They're all about trying to figure out you know, actually get into the, you know, the nitty gritty and get into how you can, you know, take this advice and apply it in your organization. You know, that's what we want to do at Unleash is kind of help, help HR leaders do their jobs to the best of their ability. So yeah, really excited about this one. Again, I think I'm not going to it, but I'm quite sad now. Mm. But as you said, we can't, we can't split ourselves into 50 million pieces, sadly. So You've got to come to Anish America if you want to find out more. That's the that's the plug. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, so that's it for today. Um, a big hello to Asher. Good to see you again. And also Trish, I believe we'll be seeing you um, in the podcast booth and elsewhere at Unleash America in a couple of weeks' time. It's very exciting. It just leaves me to say, Ali, I will see you on Tuesday. We're going to do an office day, I think. And then after Ooh. that, it's going to be in Caesars Forum. So exciting. What do you think? How are you feeling? Yeah, good, good. Um, yeah, as I said, I'm excited for the sunshine. I'm not going to get a tan, but I'm excited to get some vitamin D. And yeah, just as I say, we've been put, the, you know, the team has put in so much work into this conference. They're really excited to see it come to life. And it's going to be bigger than be- bigger and better than last year. So it's going to be going to be mad, going to be busy. But it's going to be great fun, I think. Yeah, cannot wait. Um, okay, we've got one more left. That's next week where we are going to talk main stage. We're going to talk influences, the expo, also a bit of chat about startups as well. Uh, for now, though, another Unleashed Cast Weekly in the bag to quote another podcast. Ali, <laughs> thanks everyone for listening. See you next week. See you later.